My name is Dina Schottenkirk, and thank you very much for coming to Talk Popsy. And your name is? Uh, Durrell. Durrell. Hi. Hey, so nice let me tell you kind of just a little quick thing about what the project is and what we do. So this project is about conversation, right? And about the amazing things that come out of conversation. And it sees both philosophy and all kinds of art as being just kinds of conversation. Okay. So like the book that you just bought, right? It's a conversation between you and the writer, right? And so what we do here is we sort of compile people's thoughts about a particular topic. So it's really topic driven and it's my project and so the time. And so right now I'm working on the topic of artist cognition. So kind of just like is art a kind of understanding? Is it a kind of knowledge acquisition? Is it just pleasure? Like, what is it that we care so much about art? Everybody does, right? Literature, visual art, music, dance, theater, everything. We care so much about it. So kind of what we're trying to figure out is, well, what do people think they're getting out of it? Why do we do this? So tell me, what do you think? Um, I guess that's a really big question, I guess. It is. Um, yeah. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think art probably has a different, I guess, function or meaning, depending on the context. Um, and so I think sometimes we look at art in ways for escapism to sort of like yeah. escape our reality. Yeah. Um, I think in other times we're looking at it as like a medium for understanding, both understanding ourselves better, but also understanding others. Um, can, can I just ask you something about that distinction that you made at the beginning? You made a couple interesting distinctions right there. One was like, we, sometimes we just do entertainment, yep. right? And so the question is, is that the same thing as art, right? And the other one was, sometimes we learn things about other people. And it, would you kind of go through both of those a little Sh bit? Sure. I think, I think the, the, the first, I think, distinction you're trying to make is like, is entertainment art? And I would yeah. say... I'd say yes, even down to like probably like the five cent comic that you're reading. There probably is like some emotional and like sort of like labor that someone's sort of putting out there to be sort of consumed yeah. as art. Um, and whether that's like really highbrow or really lowbrow or like something in between, I think art sort of functions sort of in that that space and that continuum. Um, uh -huh. So what would you think of like if you had to think of something that was the most far on that continuum, the most entertaining thing, what would be all the way at that end? Um, I think, um, I think probably like kids playing, right? Like a kid, like just like putting on a play for their parents. Like it's like this, That's like really sort of like example. elementary sort of like example of yeah. People using their imagination and creativity to sort of entertain others. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why, like, parents, like, put their kids, like, like really probably shitty at times, like, stick figures, like, on their, yeah. um, on their like, freezers or, like, bring them to work. Um, because I think there is an element of art that it's playful, that it is just, like, this, like, exploration of, like, just imagination. Um, and I think maybe... When we, when at least when I think of art as sort of like people playing on imagination, whether that's sort of like something like super realistic or something a bit more sort of abstract. Yeah, that's really, you know what I'm thinking of as I'm looking at you, right? I'm thinking about this because you're talking about kids, right? And I'm thinking about like those not, not skillful, right? <laughs> like not, I don't know how to say that, you know, right? Not skillful, right? And I just started recently actually teaching in the prison system here in Brooklyn, and, um, and it's a complicated sort of 
philosophy dance sort of program where they also like have the the inmates do these sort of you know live sculpture things that that talk about big topics in literature and I'm thinking they got so much out of it and I wonder if what you're talking about with the kids it's it does the same kind of thing like to to have your body feel like it's has agency and that you're acting out some like you said emotional things probably is a part of art in that way and it's probably a part of art that continues down the continuum to the more is that what you're thinking i, 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 I think ones? i think so and i think yeah um i never thought about that i think there's probably like a sort of a classically trained artist would say there's like a lot of technique involved and yeah. I think that is fair and that's like really um, true it's hard it, and it's art is really hard and I think sort of making yeah. good art is really hard um, I guess what I was trying to sort of push back on is I think there probably is a level of art and sort of all forms of entertainment um, and yeah, the I, picture that I was getting from you, tell me if I'm wrong, was almost like there's this little nugget that is there in the entertainment thing that sort of continues through what we would call high art. I, I, right? I think that's right. Is that right? I think that's right. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've never heard that said before or thought about that. So it's not like they're, it's not like gradations. It's like, yeah, it starts and it's always there. I think that's right, and I think and I think everyone has the capacity probably to make art. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, yeah. And um, do you make art? I, I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think I'm probably far on the other side of sort of art making. May I? You're a tech person. Um, so I'm actually a lawyer. Oh, uh, so that just, is pretty far on the other <laughs> side. I would have gone tech, but it's a pretty close cousin to a lawyer. <laughs> um, yeah. What kind, may I ask? Um. So. I do finance, so oh, okay. yeah, so um, yeah, so yeah, so pretty far on sort of the the yeah. art spectrum. Uh, well, you know, that's not so far from tech. Maybe I was a little bit right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but but it, you know, in some ways, it doesn't matter kind of what your job is, right? Because we're all human, and we all sort of participate in art in some way or other. I think so. so. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I think that that's right. Yeah. So. Can you go all the way to the other end of the spectrum and tell me, like, you know, the kids thing was at that one. What's at the other end? Um, I think I think you definitely have sort of like the classical masters. And I think there are people who are sort of probably making really sort of highbrow art now and sort of using those classical techniques, but like exploring different conversations, exploring sort of different sort of subjects. Um, and I think that's probably what's really exciting about art right now is that you have I think these incredibly well-trained sort of artists, but like looking at art both as sort of movie going, if you see something like Jordan Peele, it's hard to not say that that is like a really yeah. sort of like masterful way of like telling stories and that sort of modern movie making is sort of in its highest form is art. Yeah. Um, whether that's sort of like, um, sort of like pop stars today. I think they're in a way they're making art and it's like durable and it's like, it's both catchy, but it's also sort of like telling a story and getting us to sort of think differently about ourselves. Um, and I think sort of like... So think differently about ourselves. Could you like go through that? Because does that connect with learning things about other people? I think it does. I think... Yeah. Um, I And, and I th it goes back to, I think, to what you're saying is that art, I think, provokes conversation. 
Um, and the best conversations, I think, are one that sort of cause you to ask questions, not only sort of like of the person that you're sort of engaging in the conversation with, but like of yourself. Um, and I think that is what good art does. It sort of gets you to think differently sort of about the world, about the time and place that you're in, um, but to maybe go home and think just like a little bit deeper around like sort of the everyday things that you're sort of engaging in as well. You know what I've thought sometimes I've wondered about, you because know, it sort of connects to what you're talking about with the kids and doing the plays. Do you remember um, being a kid, boys did this sometimes too, maybe you did it, right? But definitely girls did it, where you had like little paper dolls and then you had dresses that you kind of like hooked over them, right, right? And so it's like a different outfit. It's the same doll, but it's a whole bunch of different outfits. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes feel like art is like that. Like we get to put on an outfit that's like somebody else's outfit and then kind of like go, what does this feel like? Definitely. And then, right, and then you kind of walk out and go, so how am I changed? Yeah, is that kind of what you're... Definitely, and I think yeah, sometimes you're yeah. not changed at all. Sometimes you're like changed really profoundly. Um, but don't you think even in those times when you're not changed, right, kind of what you do is you go to go, nope, not for me, which is a kind of change, right? I mean, you sort of fully mm -hmm. defined yourself a little bit more. Maybe it was negative, but... Right? <laughs> no, I, I think that's, <laughs> right, yeah, right. that's a fair point. Not for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of art do you like? What kind of art do you go toward? Um, I think... Like visual, music, dance? Um... I think I try to do a little bit of everything. I don't think I understand sort of everything that I consume very well. Um, um, but I would definitely say, like, I love, um, I think I love sort of modern art the most. Um, like do, visual? Yeah. Visual, uh-huh. Um, yeah. Contemporary, so, right? Yeah, so, like, so you go to galleries? I do. Um, and I go to, I guess, a lot of the museums here in the city. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. If ever I'm traveling, that's sort of like the first thing that's always sort of on my list. Um, uh, so, yeah. yeah. We used to be uh, affiliated with Postmasters Gallery down in Tribeca. Awesome. Uh, because I also do visual work. Oh, great. Yeah, so that's sort of like part of this component of this thing. So, yeah. And we're actually, we're going to Prague and to Magdeburg, Germany in the fall and doing exhibitions there and doing public philosophy things oh, there. Fantastic. So, fantastic. yeah, yeah. The contemporary art world is like an amazing thing. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's perhaps too bound to money, <laughs> <laughs> right? No um, but, you know, that is what makes the world go around. I guess, you know, you would know that better than most. <laughs> um, I remember the funny thing when we say that, I think art has always had this, like, I think if you look back through history, art has always been very closely linked to whatever form of capitalism sort of was in vogue at the moment. Um, yeah, but you know what? I've thought a lot about this in my life. I think it's just impossible to get away from. Definitely. You agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, this stuff takes money. It does. It takes and a lot of money. Money doesn't fall from the trees. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you kind of would like a world where, oh, it just, <laughs> you just get it, right? You don't have to worry about it. You just get it. It doesn't really work like that. Definitely. So art is definitely tied to money. What other kinds of art forms do you like besides visual? Um, I guess right now I'm listening to a lot of music. Um, I would consider myself sort of more on the pop side. Like I sort of like the idea. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. I think pop's like really good right now. And it's both, um, I think there's something to be said about creating a catchy song that is also like easy to listen to, but is beautiful or sort of poignant in a way or just sort of like gets you to move 
um, your body in like a different way as well. And so I think, um, especially in the summer, like I'm always sort of like transfixed behind like, what is the summer song? And like, I think in particular music has a way of sort of like calling you back to a time and a place. And there's so many sort of songs that I think of that I think like will bring me back to my twenties or will bring yeah. me back to a moment as a kid. Um, and I think sort of music in particular like has a way of sort of like touching those nodes that sort of like help you sort of link it to sort of both a time and a place. Why does it do that? Like I'm just thinking here, I mean that's a way of like sort of storing the memory in the amygdala, right? Because it's an emotional connection, right? So when you have the musical, when you think of a, a, a song, right? You're right. You think of a particular time and place, right? Mm -hmm. But why does other art not do that? Like, I'm just thinking, like, you don't look at a painting and go, oh, yeah, I remember it being 20 years old. Like, it doesn't do that, right? Definitely, definitely. Why? Um, I think we need a neuroscientist here, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. I was right? like, I don't know. But we can speculate, you know? <laughs> um, but isn't guess, that a weird thing? It is, I guess. Maybe as sort of like seeing people, like, I, I think you probably see so many images that it's probably hard to sort of tell when exactly you saw them. Um, and probably just hard to, I think, just sort of link it to to a time and a place. Like, I, I'm thinking of, like, really sort of, like, everyone sort of, like, knows what the Mona Lisa is, but you probably can't remember when you first heard about it or when you first, or if you saw it in person, sort of, like, when that was exactly... Um, but there is something about tunes, I think, that really do sort of, like, maybe sort of tap into something. And it's, like, even, like, a... I think you can sort of describe a song and hum along to it, so there's sort of, like, a participatory element in it. See, I was just... That's, that's the road I was just going down, right? Because somehow it's like an embodied experience, right? You move, you want to move with the song, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that all of that probably stores it a little better in like episodic memory you know like what i had to eat last night like that kind of stuff right so i think probably songs are probably just processed yep. you know differently and they become meaningful in different ways huh that's interesting yeah but pop stuff all right so let me tell you something that somebody said to me a couple months ago in this tent and you tell me what you think about it right okay and this person was saying that they think and they were young right i don't know like I think he was like in his 20s, right? And he was saying that he tends to listen to music that's a lot older because he feels like now all the pop music is, I'm, I'm using my hands here because I don't know how to come up with the words. I'm gonna start from the other direction. That there used to be, he thought, a lot more super bad music and a lot more super good music. But now the standards are so codified and everybody's figured out exactly how to do a pop song that the there's this sort of compression of options and everything's pretty good but nothing is really bad and nothing is really good but he said a long time ago you used to have more extremes what do you think about that um so you think it's pretty good now right <laughs> i do think i mean I, I think he has a point that like most music now is like probably extremely well produced and yeah. like it takes a lot of money to make music, and oh, yeah. um, it's probably like the financial element. People are looking to sort of make hits, but I think once you get sort of like past that, and whether that's sort of like more independent artists or even sort of artists who've like made enough money that they can sort of go do something a bit more 
experimental or a bit more fun. Yeah. Um, I think you do find people sort of being more playful. And I think there's something to be said for an artist sort of like having fun. Um, and I think that probably tends to produce sort of better music. Um, and I think you probably do have like a lot of people who are sort of like, they're just putting out music sort of for consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it doesn't really matter if you like it, if you don't. And I think that is very different than sort of like, um, sort of like the March of Artists who are sort of like looking for that next big hit. Yeah. Can I give this back to you and you tell me if, if I've got it right? So he seemed to think, right, that it was like almost a, a technical problem that had been solved. Like, this is how you write a pop song. But you seem to think, and I think I kind of agree with you, that because it costs so much money, there's a, there's a sort of hesitation to take too many chances, right? And that people kind of go, look, we know this is going to work. We know we're going to get our investment back. Let's do this, yep. right? And then once an artist kind of has a good track record, then they get a slightly longer leash sometimes, right? Because people can afford to take a chance mm-hmm. and fail. Definitely. I think that's probably a more plausible story. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, that sounds about right. And me. I think yeah. you probably have people yeah. doing really interesting things like once they reach the start. Yeah. Of Who would you say? Like, um, I would say like, I think even someone like a Taylor Swift, like she's incredibly commercially yeah. successful. Um, but I think if you look at like the last couple of things that she's put out, it's like things that are like really interesting that she thinks is interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think sort of people have found that to be interesting as well. I think someone like Beyonce as well, who like people who I think they've sort of, they don't really have anything to prove at this point. So I think they're able to just. Yeah. And she can afford it. And she can afford it just to have more fun with what they're doing. Yeah. And I think you probably look at that, like people early in their careers who are like, just having fun, just trying to sort of make music. Mm. Um, and I think you probably have like a, there's, I don't know. I think there are a lot of really talented people out there who are just, whether they're sort of like small town DJs who are just like, they're just want people to just have fun in a club or, um, even sometimes I think like people like on the subway, people are just like, just sort of putting something out there just to get someone to tap their feet just a little bit. So that sort of goes back to what you started this whole conversation with, you know, was this sort of spectrum and how there's that nugget that starts with the kids plays that just stays there throughout all art. Right. And that nugget, tell me if I'm wrong, sort of seems to be kind of about having fun. I think it is. I think I think. A lot is of that it, right? I think it's like being creative and being imaginative and sort of like, yeah. um, I don't know, but disassociation is the right word, but just sort of abstracting yourself from reality a little bit. Yeah. Abstracting yourself from reality. Oh, see, I would have gone in the other direction. I would have said putting yourself in reality. I like it. I think it probably works both ways. I think, um, um, I guess I grew up and sort of like going to black churches and there's like a level of like sort of experiencing music and experiencing song that sort of like takes you out of your body. And I think yeah, that's yeah. what sort of like in the South. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's sort of like, I think what art is for a lot of people that it's sort of like an out of body, like your mind can sometimes go on autopilot it's like yeah, you're yeah. you're sort of just like that's true you're sort of just moving or doing or singing or dancing or just sort of like playing something you're not really thinking oh see about. that's what that's what i was thinking about like putting the 
little, you know, paper doll dresses on, you know, like, oh, I get to be somebody else all of a sudden. But it's the same thing. Like, you're, you're right. You're kind of like out of your body at that moment. Right. And mm -hmm. so, oh, I, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And that's fun. I think that is fun. I think it, I, for me, like the, yeah. the thinking mind is probably the, the least fun. It's when you're worrying and yeah. Um, yeah. Just <laughs> thinking about what's happening next or what you're doing tomorrow or out of all your obligations. And I find that to be like a right. very unfun moment. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we're sort of problem solvers in that way and you're right. It's not fun. Right. And so, all right. So let me give this back to you again. And then you tell me, so that kind of opposition it's sort of interesting that you just set up, right? So there's this one opposition that we are these sort of problem solvers and it's sort of stressful and difficult, but this is kind of what we have to do. But then we have this like outlet all the time as humans, which is art in all of its form, right? And so art takes us out of that like crazy problem solving, stressful thing, right? And puts us into what's a learning situation, which is also fun, Yes. right? I mean, Aristotle starts out the metaphysics by saying, we love to learn, right? Learning is very pleasurable for us, right? And so maybe art is this like weird way that we have from the story that you're telling of us learning things, right? About other people and about ourselves, which is in some ways kind of the most profound problem solving in the world. Definitely, yeah, no, I know, I totally agree. <laughs> right? I mean, it's not like, right, it's not like we didn't get anything out of it. Yeah. We got a lot out of it. And yet it's not stressful. That's, yeah, yeah. Right? And how cool that is that we've found this whole kind of universe that we've constructed. Like, no other animals do this. You know, that we've constructed this whole universe of, of this way of thinking, mm -hmm. right? Which is, I think you're right, like super fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, well, that was great. Yeah, no, I You answered <laughs> a lot of questions. I feel like I should pay you. No, 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 I'm talking to the wrong person. <laughs> uh, this was a lot of fun, but yeah, I don't typically sort of get to think about these things anymore so I had a really good time yeah thank you uh yeah, that's kind of the idea here is that I think it is fun for everybody to do it right yeah. and people just don't sort of structure this in their life of going now what do you think so <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much for doing it, it was thank great thank you so fun. much thank okay you. Bye. Good luck.